What's buzzing, cousin? Zero, Nero. What's new with you? Oh, not much. Just got here out of the deucey. How have you been today? Oh, good. We're going to put on our stompers and get to cooking with gas. Cooking with gas? What's that now? Well, we're doing it right. We're doing it here and we're doing it live. Any sound is now possible. Any combination of sounds is now possible. have anything to say about that no i'm kind of enjoying how we started the last two episodes with a period conversation (laughs) that we just came up with on the fly i have old newspapers that i bought on an auction because i'm an auction freak oh you've told me you've yeah you've told me about that before it was a front page well it was actually the whole paper and it said like jfk shot dead (laughs) and why are we we laughing and why would i want that why would no that is kind of cool though but anyway and then i went to pick it up i got it for three dollars it was a whole box of newspapers and it was like Man on the Moon, um, when the World like War all, II was all over. Of the yeah, ones. that is actually like pieces really here and the Japs surrender, and it was crazy. Why haven't I asked to see those yet? Yeah, I don't know. We should do a segment where we read an article in yeah. those voices with that music, but yeah, maybe, maybe not the JFK shot dead one. <laughs> no, that one would be funny. That I mean, it's not funny. It's old news. I mean, it's you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess like when does it become acceptable to joke about nine eleven? Because a lot of comedians, <laughs> I mean, that's how they do that. They I mean, a lot of comedians, me, for example, I don't consider myself a comedian, but I'll sort of make jokes about stuff like right after they happen. Yeah. Well, sometimes when people joke about 9-11, I almost, I feel like it's too soon. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's a part of our life. Because we were there. Yeah. I, I went to the museum and it's a really great, very well done. But there were little kids there that had no idea, you know, about it or, yeah. or you know. Why don't you actually, why don't you tell me, you know, where were you when the plane struck? You're messed up in the head, Norman Bates. <laughs> I'm not Norman Bates. I do want to talk to you about Bates Motel today, so we will do that on an, today on the next segment. It's gonna be huge, but it's gonna be huge. We gotta quit that. I know. That was I love time. Trump impersonations, though. But anyway, t- go ahead and tell me where were you on that fateful day? <laughs> you didn't I went know that to school, <laughs> and I was sitting in. Miss Woodworth's fourth grade class and they turned on the TVs and they were reporting live at the scene when the second plane hit. Oh my we're the worst people. No, you know what? You're messed up for doing this, but, <laughs> but you're, you're, doing, you're doing a sad voice like it's funny. That's all I really have to say about it. <laughs> I'll tell you where I was. You were in second grade too? Fourth. What? I, I said I... fourth. Wait, I think I was in second grade. <laughs> you're no, that doesn't you're make no sense. I, I know. No, you're wrong. Well, I was in second grade, and so were you. Wait, it might have been fourth. Nope. Second grade. It and, was fourth uh, grade. Anyway, I remember this day because earlier in the day, I had to go to the bathroom during recess. And I remember the playground being really cloudy because I think like there were there's gravel i'm not it's not because of the planes <laughs> That's, i was Don't rolling my eyes i was rolling my eyes but i remember you. being like dusty out there because there were like kids running around on the gravel and stuff and um gravel I, for an elementary school playground no there were no does not sound like a great idea can i tell my story yep sorry and um i just remember not being allowed to go to the bathroom and miss blood so that was my teacher's name miss blood so she what was a gross a bitch name too. 
um, fitting in the class I remember seeing I was always obsessed with her nasty fingers she had these long like salad fingers these gangly ganglions of fingers <laughs> and, like bony as shit and really long like seven inches long gross even. okay I, I'm sorry <laughs> I remember seeing it on TV and all I could pay attention to and this is a vivid like I see this you're about head. ready to laugh and I'm gonna hit you no. <laughs> I'm gonna come across the table and slap you I remember seeing her nasty little fingers go up towards the TV because it was the one up in the corner to like turn up the volume <laughs> and this, there's this insane historic moment happening, and I just remember I seeing mean, Miss Bloodsoe's fingers. They remember. They say you remember what you were wearing and what you were doing. You do, and that was. And then no. my mom picked Samantha and I up after school, and uh, she was like, "You guys, something really bad happened today." Like she set it up for ten full minutes before she. Your told mom. Us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're thinking like Grandma and Grandpa are dead. Because she was just like, a lot of people died. Well, like, you think about that. Like, yeah. And you go Samantha, in the museum. Yeah, but she didn't say everyone we know is fine first. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was just straight up like, a, a bad thing happened. Yeah. And uh, and we're, we're just like looking at each other like, oh my God, like we're not going to have a house. Like our home is gone. And yeah, par- you didn't know what to think. Because normally our grandma picked us up. But no, it was just that. And I don't it mean, was just that. Okay, so I'm an ass, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It's, it wasn't. Uh, affect you, sure. Yeah, it was very fucked up, and like it's very sad, and like still, it's you know, it's shocking. Yeah, I mean, you you will go to that museum, as I'm sure you will someday, and I, you won't leave. Like I was with a dry eye. I was upset about it. I probably won't cry, but I mean, that's I think still, you might. I don't know. That stuff is still interesting to me, and like surprising, and it was crazy that that happened in our lifetime. Like, that's our Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. That's our generation's Pearl Harbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was just mad that my mom didn't tell us right, right away that it wasn't us. Like Yeah, like, everyone's <laughs> fine. Like, yeah. everyone in your family's fine, but here's what happened today, and it's yeah. really, it's a big deal. Because it, when you were in fourth grade, you don't Second, understand. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand, like... Tragedy. Yeah. yeah. You just think, you know, it's everything's local at or that age. Or how big... Everything's that, relative right, to you exactly. at that age. So I was like, this is going to be, this is going to impact the rest of our lives. This is the beginning of the end. No, (laughs) but there was something super tragic that happened recently. And the next day people were joking about it on the radio. And I'm like, oh, what was it? It was the Ohio State knifing incident. And I'm only laughing because everyone thought it was a shooting incident. Yeah, they did. I did. And see how I'm careful to, I was, I'm only laughing because like, I'm careful to explain myself. See, I don't give a shit. I know. (laughs) I mean, I was I was sitting at home unemployed and I wasn't in class yet, so I was just probably watching porn or something. And I remember Corey <laughs> oh, texting okay, me, so yeah. I was like, "I better turn this off and see what's going on in the world. This could be the new 9/11." But it was it just ended up being at the end of the day like just this one dude that was, was just, just crazy, this yeah. lone wolf who was disenfranchised with the United States, as a lot of them end up being because they're not assimilated correctly. <laughs> well, and, and it, then, just <laughs> being a local event and. A local if you will tragedy yeah the fact that our local news right or radio station was laughing about it the next day and i'm like oh see i didn't that's too far the only thing that i saw that i guess was at the expense of what happened that day was a i think it was on instagram um my buddy showed me and it was indiana jones are you familiar with indiana, indiana jones yeah at all? yeah you are um it was a clip from one of his movies like a five second clip on loop where he was in a duel with this middle eastern dude and the guy was just like flipping this big ass knife, like a katana or whatever you call those big knives from over there. Oh, it was God. Like, all I, around. 
And Indiana Jones just like rolls his eyes and sighs and pulls out his gun and shoots the guy. And the caption was, today at Ohio State. I remember <laughs> you guys showing me that the day after. And I was like, you guys, that's messed up. Like, I knew somebody that was hurt in yeah. there. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, some people, if it doesn't affect them, it doesn't matter. So. No, and that's how a lot of people deal with, mm-hmm. with tragedy like that. What error? Like me. I was always the kid that would get in trouble because I would, you know, even like by my dad. I remember my dad yelling at me once for... For making a joke when something that wasn't funny to him happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you just went too far and you've just right. done it. At a, since, um, too far has yeah, never yeah. been a, a thing for me. The only filter <laughs> on my mouth was my cigarette filter. Oh, God. <laughs> filter on my Age cigarette. Three. <laughs> yeah, I started smoking I at three. I always feel bad about going to... I never do. About doing too, what? Go too far. No. No, you'll like... I tread lightly. Yeah. You'll, you'll start to press the brakes. Be like, now before I say this, I just want you guys to know I'm kidding. <laughs> That's I tread lightly. Do. Yeah, I know. I don't give a shit. And people either know that I'm kidding, they know me and they know I'm kidding, or I'll say something that is touchy <laughs> and they'll just think that I'm like a full-blown racist or something, like Miranda does. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening to Whiskey and Wine Talk Radio with Dan and Lindsay. So on April 1st, the Northland Performing Arts Center is hosting a, an event called Columbus Got Talent which is a talent competition where local singers, dancers, rappers, and poets are able to showcase their talents, and they are competing to win a $20,000 recording contract. Wait, you said this is on April 1st? Yes. I hope. <laughs> what if they're like, and you win, but psych, you don't get the contract because it's April Fool's Day. Oh. Like, ooh, take that back. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but anyway. how nice would that be if they had one of those for podcasts, right? Right. But We'd Scoot uh, on in there. <laughs> right. One of my buddies from class, he's an artist here in Columbus, actually. He goes by Lil Rare, and he's going to be one of the featured artists there. We should check it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always down to go to a show. Plus, I mean, a competition, that's that'd be kind of fun to see. We could debut our Cloudburst album next year and we seek could. out the talent this we year. We could, yes. <laughs> Do our country songs and Is see how they like them. Can you get tickets? What's the deal? Uh, tickets are $10 each. Um, and what he's trying to do, actually, is invite 50 students from around the city to attend for free. Oh, um, cool. I know. He's actually looking for sponsors to buy tickets, um, and he's going to donate them to middle school and high school students who are interested in music or drama and just want to attend the event. And, you know, maybe they'll end up doing it in the future as well. And that's their end to, you know, the music yeah, industry. Yeah, their exposure. Or, you know, exactly. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is interested in being a sponsor, you know, you can donate $20, $50, you know, anything you can. Right. Um, give them a call. Uh <laughs> Give him a call at 614-702-1995. And again, that's at the Northland Performing Arts Center, which is off, what is that, Tamarack Boulevard? Yeah, I think yeah. so. But that's pretty cool. Um, He actually gave me this flyer. Um, He's in my psychology class. He was like, yeah, you're the one that does the podcast, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Do you have a flyer? I was like, did I give you a flyer? I couldn't remember because I passed a few out. Yeah, and... it's like business cards for the music industry. Yeah, but like five times the size of a business card. Yeah. <laughs> I Maybe was like, we're on I was like no, here. let me give you a flyer. And he gave me um, his flyer about that. And I thought that'd be kind of It cool. sounds really cool. Yeah, it is. I think it's great that Columbus does something like this. So. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Are you guys like passing notes during class? Like, uh, no, it was actually, it was after class. <laughs> like under the, t- under the table notes? No. I, why I say that, I actually saw someone in my class passing a note. I'm like, oh God. 
Like it's been a while. (laughs) I haven't seen that in a while. And I'm sure kids in high school now just text one another secretly. That's that's kind of shitty. No, I mean, that's what I would imagine. I'm sure they do pass notes like here. That's like their modern day notes. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Some of my friends, we had like notebooks that we would pass the notebook back and forth. It was that intense. Row. Row. (laughs) Row. Row. So teachers probably thought we were taking notes. Well, we stepped up our game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Hiding um, in plain sight right there. Something else you don't see in the classroom because... I had a problem with this the other day. Number two pencil sharpener. Like you don't have a standard pencil sharpener in the classrooms at school. That's true. They and used to be like on the door frame yeah. by the by the door to the classroom. But So I found like a whole big box of wooden pencils in my basement. And I'm like, sweet, free pencils. Yeah. So I've been using the old school number two. Ticonderogas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it broke. And I was like, shoot. So there was nothing to sharpen with. I had to whip out my exacto knife because I'm an oh architecture major. And... <laughs> Yeah, just do it yourself. <laughs> I remember you would have to use those pencils only on like Scantron tests. Yeah. Now, Wait, didn't they, they said you can't even use mechanical pencils yeah, way back then. Right. Now, I just did a Scantron and it's only mechanical <laughs> Not pencils. Not even that, but now the little bitches get uh, iPads assigned to them. No, like, they don't. Hilliard District. Yeah. My teacher just talked about it today and I'm like, I'm paying how much a year to go to school at Ohio State and I would have to pay to rent something. Like, I don't know, but... Yeah. They're, I mean, you have to spend like hundred, new like $100 at least on these calculators we have to use in college. Yeah, you know that's I mean? that's crazy, though. The kids are learning how to design websites and all of this stuff in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, I had to learn this shit on my own. So I can only imagine how my parents feel. They're like, Monday, I don't know how to turn on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they don't really teach you anything you have to know about in life. No. In high school. And I was like, what? What is the point? Yeah. What is the point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> I'm kind of torn on kids getting iPads too, but I mean, on one hand, you know, I'm really against technology. I think they should still be teaching kids cursive and, you know, because that's good for hand-eye coordination and, you know, dexterity. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, kids need to get better at social experiences and stuff because everyone lives right yeah. on their phones, uh-huh. right in front of their face all the time. And kids just don't know how to talk anymore. They don't know how to think. It's It's all fake. But at the same time, you know, on the other hand, technology is the future and it always ha- it's the future yeah and, and if they don't get it now then they're going to be that much more behind right they're going to be behind china we that is true that is true but their little kids in china i mean they're not all on their phones and shit they're sitting over there building phones and playing on abacuses and shit like they're just already ahead yeah they're building them that's a good there's point. no getting ahead yeah. of those guys don't you love how i'm always so prepared for this yeah <laughs> It's like he knew we were going to talk about China at some point in this podcast. Well, I've got 16 slots to fill with music. Yeah, and just two of them in case. take up our intro and outro, and the three of them are more, are more sweeps. Evan, <laughs> I don't talk so good. <laughs> I only added my two cents because it sounded like Lou Holtz. Lou, who? Lou Holtz. He's a, um ESPN sports newscaster. No. Oh, what? He's this really old guy, and he gets so heated that sometimes his words just He sounds like that? Yeah. He's <laughs> like serious? He's like stuffed up and then just blurs his word like yeah. he's trash. No, let's have the lear- the nerd look up an example of that. Is it on- is he on YouTube? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You'll find it on there. Okay. Yeah, check that out, and we'll play it in a few minutes, or however long it takes her to get it, I guess. <laughs> got it right here. Wow. I mean, you're really on it tonight, as you are every night. All right, go ahead and put it through.
by 17, we average 40 points a game. Anyway, we should score 20 on our own. Defense pick up one touchdown. Can't get paid by one touchdown. We got this game won. You know, I think it was really... Okay, that is exactly what I sounded like. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> he just gets so in the moment and loses control. <laughs> Defense. How is he still on there? I don't know. He must have been I've, I've very actually important. met him before and... Really? I didn't think he was going to make it too much longer. Oh, God. <laughs> That's bad. Why did I say you that? You fucked up. <laughs> but anyways, we're talking about children in school. Okay. Let's get back to the subject. Yeah. So. Things they don't teach you. Uh, credit cards, like applying for credit cards nothing. and having a credit score, buying a car. Um, God, the list goes on and on. Careers. You... I had no idea what an engineer was. No, I, I honestly like <laughs> when still When I went don't. to college. I really still don't even know what an well, engineer and, was. And, there's so many different types of engineers. Yeah. And the army so. fucked with my definition of engineer even more because engineers in the army just blow shit up. <laughs> like they don't, they don't like do whatever engineers in the civilian world do. No, they just blow shit up. Yeah. But no, they don't teach you anything in high school. I mean, the only thing that was comparable to life skills is home ec and they stopped teaching that. And even when they did teach it, it was like a joke. Like, oh, I'm in home yeah. ec. Like, oh, <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, you're making brownies today. Yeah, and that's like the only thing that you ever did in the real world. Yeah, so I remember last summer I went to buy a car. I'm uh, 24, yeah. so you would think that you would know how to how that process works right. and that you would need to have a good credit score and things like that. Well, I didn't really have a credit card. I had one to a clothing store, and that was it. So <laughs> I go, we go through the whole process, the whole day. I've got my car picked. We did the test drive, whatever. I'm ready to go. It's been a long day. Because if you've ever bought a car, I waited. Yes. It was a nine-hour day. Had to have been. <laughs> anyway, got my car, and they're like, oh, um, you're actually just a point under our required minimum really? credit score. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, so I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I had no idea what I was doing. Luckily, my mom and dad were there with me. And my mom's like, oh, well, I'll co-sign. So I was able to get the car, but... I don't know if I just missed the boat on common knowledge or what, but it would have been really helpful if someone in my life talked to me about, you know, and my parents are there for that stuff. But I think in school, you should learn about. No, you don't. You don't learn any of that shit. And like, I'm going to apply for a credit card soon just because you can get all of these awesome benefits if you do it right. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Well, like, I'll help you. Well, I know, but like, oh no, just like graduating college and like, yeah. oh, no, but I mean, you, you graduate high school until you graduate high school entirely unprepared for. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you know college is life because it's really not by any by any means. But I mean, you're at least more on your own than you were in high school. But you're still just not prepared. Yeah. I mean, I I knew what a credit score it. was in high school, but like, I never honestly understood it until probably. A year ago. Yeah. You know not until I, mean? I graduated college, I yeah. started really understanding what yeah. all this means. Yeah. It just, you think in the back of your head like, oh, I'd, all I know is if I check it, that it'll damage it. So yeah, it's there I'm, somewhere. <laughs> I'm almost at the cutoff point where I can't, I have to be on my own insurance. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you have a cavity. Do you want to fill it now or wait? And I was like, we got to get this thing now because mm-hmm. I know it's going to cost me yeah. a $30 copay <laughs> rather than like 300 Right. So I was like, oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> a podcast. So the craziest thing happened to me this past weekend. Ooh. I have to tell you about it. What was it? So I'm driving on Summit, which is a um, three lane, one way, 35 speed limit. And so cars are, you know, going 45, whatever. Right. And <laughs> it's a high traffic area is what I'm trying to trying to tell you. 
Um, so this cat, what I thought was a cat, starts crossing the street. And I'm like, <gasps> like it's going to get hit. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. My God. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, whew, at least it's just a cat, you know. <laughs> wow. No, I know. Um, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> but I started to get closer. I was like, oh, my God, it's a little dog, which just my heart breaks because I'm more of a dog person. Wow. And, but, right. I, I know, <laughs> and I know that there's several cats in the world. I'm sure there's way more than dogs. There are several. Yeah, because they're like five bucks at the pound and the dogs are like, Oh my God. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. So anyway, I like find a pullover spot. Like immediately I pull over and, um, parking in Columbus, like you can't just leave your car for more than five minutes or you're going to get towed. So I'm surprised I left it because I just wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, whatever. Shamrock guy. <laughs> it's a fucking so douchebag. This little dog has no traffic manners and I'm trying to like sweet talk it to coming over to me because if you like start chasing it, it's going to just run away or whatever. Okay. So this lady's coming towards me and she's walking her two dogs without a leash. They're that well behaved. Yeah. And one of them's blind. So don't, I don't even know <laughs> how that happens. Um, she's like, oh, you got to run away. And I was like, oh God, actually it's not mine. Like, I don't know what to do. I just saw it crossing the street. It was like playing Frogger and like luckily made it to the <laughs> other side. And um, well, she's like, well, I just live right down the street if you want to come over and we can like figure out what to do. And like, what do you do in that situation? Like, no, it's your problem now. Like, <laughs> um, A, you run away because she's going to kill you. <laughs> or B, she's just a good Samaritan. Yeah. So um, I was like, okay. <laughs> it's right. like, let me move my car, obviously. So you obviously got the dog. Yeah. So we, we got the dog and lured it to her house, which also she's luring me as well. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, well, do you want to do this? Because we don't, you don't need both of us. And I, I was on my way to some, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm like in her house. She leaves her keys open. It's kind of cold, leaves the door open. So I like take her keys out of the front door and like close the door and I'm setting her keys on the table. Like, I don't know this lady. Right. But one, I don't want the dog to get out. And two, like... <laughs> You know, keeping the house warm isn't free. She just needed a friend. This was her dog all along. This is where I think this is going. I think this is going to be her dog. And she was just like, well, I'm just lonely. Do you want to stay for tea? And she lights a fire. I told my friends about it. um, And they're like, this sounds like the making to a porno. It is. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. And the lady ended up being really awesome. Really cool. She had a picture of Frida Kahlo. Do you know who that is? The Mexican artist with with the unibrow. unibrow. (laughs) Everyone knows her. Yeah. I just did a presentation on her. So in like, who talks about Frida Kahlo at school really you know, so it yeah. was just a crazy coincidence. So this was this friendship was made in heaven. Yeah, it just yeah. instantly started out. We started texting. No, <laughs> um, but anyway, we put the the dog ad on Pet FBI on Facebook, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll share it on my Facebook page," and it got like five shares. But this Pet FBI group, um, it got six hundred shares for this dog on Pet FBI. Yeah, really. And so the owners were found in like thirty six hours, and I thought wow. I thought for sure it was a stray because it had like a left bum eye and. <laughs> yeah. Well, who were the owners? And like. Uh, I, I I didn't know anything further than that because she agreed to keep him the next couple of days. So yeah. we just like. Made... You just know that they were contacted and mm-hmm. they got their dog back. They named their dog Flea. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> like it already looked like a street stray. And at street urchin. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> I guess the name was fitting, but yeah. Well, that's that's cool. You sort of became a viral phenomenon there on Pet FBI. Yeah, I guess in the Columbus area. When I posted on it, <laughs> like it was back in the summer when I got home permanently, I posted on Pet FBI because this black and white like tabby cat shows up. We would sit out in the garage and smoke cigarettes and drink at noon. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I got home from the army, this like black and white cat was just always there at the same time every day, for probably three or four days, and we had no idea whose it was. 
And I'm not talking about Thack. Not Thack. Okay, not I thought Binks. this was leading to Thackery Binks was a neighborhood street cat in my neighborhood. He was for a homeless. Like ten, the last ten years, we knew where he was. He That's was a just, long life, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a, he's he's the real Thackery Binks. He's 300 years old. <laughs> and he has thumbs. But anyway, no, this was a random cat we had never seen. So, um, Aunt Tammy and I like posted on Pet FBI, and we would take turns calling people who had also posted on there in the lost section, mm-hmm. like, I've lost my black and white cat, blah, blah, oh. blah. We would, like, do all this research for, like, a day. I mean, this, I'm making it sound like it was this yeah. whole thing. It was, like, a, a day's montage worth of work. But, <laughs> no, like, no one even cared at all. We had to track Aww. people down, and it, we never found them. And I printed flyers, and we came to the gas station and everything. You know, we found this cat, nothing, ever. And then it just disappeared. Like, with by the end of the week, it was gone, probably hit by a bus, <laughs> I I mean I thought I'm so so surprised the dog made it across the street. I was like that dog shouldn't have lived. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. But you think maybe he was just smart. Maybe he just knew what he was doing. <laughs> like Thack. Like I said, he's been out there ten years. That motherfucker uses the sidewalks. I'll open the garage door because he'll go meow. I want out meow. He gets the mail, fetches you some beer. I wish it was like that. He does have opposable <laughs> thumbs. Like I said, he could grab things, but he tries to open the door. That's as much as he tries to grab. <laughs> No, I'll open the I'll open the door and let him out because he still likes to go enjoy the great outdoors. He'll walk down the sidewalk, trapes. Chill trapes on down the sidewalk. And then just turn left or right, depending on which way he wants to go. <laughs> like, doesn't even cut through the yard or anything. He's so smart. I wonder where he goes throughout the day. Oh, I don't know. But do you know that cats actually have, like, the most incredible, what is it, geospatial, you know, recognition, whatever you call it. They know where they are in the world. No, Did you ever hear about no, this? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, like people were like, I'm not a cat person. They're the smartest fucking things ever. I'm not kidding. And that's why I chipped my dog because she's clumsy. Yeah. AF. I saw this, uh, it was a documentary about something a couple years ago. And um, in, in the story, they talked about, you know, this couple's cat. The couple had moved to a new house four or five miles away from their old one. And they had a cat and they brought the cat with them. And every day they would leave for work and then they would come home and their cat would be in the window looking at them. And their neighbors would be like, hey, you know, you're, I saw your cat out. And they're like, what? Well, he's, he was home when we left and he's home when we got back. So apparently through the day, they had a doggy door. Apparently in the middle of the day, they would leave for work. <laughs> this cat would be like, all right, I'm bouncing. He would go out the doggy door and travel. They, they put a GPS tracker in his thing. Um, his his like, collar. His collar, yeah. yeah. And he would travel all the way back through the city streets and like blocks and blocks and blocks, four or five miles away. Yeah, back so to I was going to ask house. you how far. Yeah. Oh, through the wow. day and visit and then he would come back before they got home and then hop up on the couch and sit and stare out the window That's just like that movie pets i had to go see it in theaters i've never seen that. oh it's just it's an animated movie where it's what the pets do during the day if it's anything like shrek i want to see it <laughs> it's like all the dogs from all the surrounding apartments all come over to one apartment and they all hang out during the day and they go on a big adventure but and then they like disperse back. like all right we're yeah going, all right, let's yeah go, let's go. <laughs> parents are coming home i thought it was the cutest thing yeah but. I tend to do that, so whatever. Well, speaking of movies, I guess while we're on this topic, I guess it's not a movie either, but still, I mentioned that I would say it again. Um, do you know anything about Bates Motel, the show? Yeah, well, I'm currently watching it, but I'm on Netflix, so it's I'm on season three. Oh, I think it's on like season, on season three. Five, yeah, maybe. it's on season five. I'm caught up. Um, Ooh, aren't so, you good? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I bide my time. I'm responsible. But uh, so, have you seen Psycho? What it's based off of? I haven't seen the movie, but I know what it's about. You know what it's about. Okay. So I'm going to try to watch the show. Well, and tell me what it's back. about so I don't ruin anything. It's about um, the guy owns the hotel 
and he it's kills, a motel so whatever he kills his uh customers and like there's like the shower scene and the okay so you don't really know <laughs> as i'm making I mean, the knife yes motion. and no so like you don't know like what happens in psycho no i guess not really oh, so you don't know what happens in space motel because space motel is a prequel to psycho i know that's why i'm watching the show oh, I'm so and then i'm gonna watch for the, you, but we can't talk movie. about it anymore oh well what was the point <laughs> what is the point well oh i don't know well when you're done with base motel let me know and then, and then we'll bring this topic like, back something crazy happens between season four and season five <laughs> that sets that like sets you up for psycho and psycho is one of my favorite classic movies in black and white it's just oh hitchcock was a genius <laughs> he's like i would laugh so hard if he wasn't even the director and you're yeah it's alfred hitchcock oh, edgar Allan like, poe is the best director oh, <laughs> no he's the guy that directs my dreams as alfred oh hitchcock. yeah i love that guy hmm. yeah no, I dream crazy things, and then I watch Psycho, and I was like, "This guy." Well, he was that. probably doing a bunch of psychedelics, me. or he would dream his. Uh... Are you calling me a junkie? <laughs> no, or he would dream his movie plots and then direct them. I don't know. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> but when you're done with Bates Motel, <laughs> you let it. me know because I want to watch. I want an excuse to watch Psycho again, and it's there's nothing better than to just show it to a friend. Okay. Deal. Great. Our friendship's beautiful. All right. You got to go do something, don't you? Yeah, I do. What? I got to do my homework, so. All that? Yeah, I got to build a little model. So it's not like math equations like X equals Y plus T squared. Because that's what I have to do this weekend. <laughs> do you? Yeah. yeah no, I. Uh, midterms are coming up next week. Got to pick something up off of the 3D printer and hope that it worked out right. <sighs> you have so much fun in college. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stressful at the same time, though. Whatever. Say goodnight. Bye.